I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. And welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect. I am Christine. And I'm Regina. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a great start. I know. I know. Well, okay, today it's going to seem like a heavier topic, but we brought on the perfect guest for this because (laughs) she does not hold back. And this Mm -mm. is the exact type of topic where I feel people kind of glaze over or they don't want to talk about. I get it. I totally get it. But I feel like it's important to talk about, especially as friends and sisters, you give each other a heads up. So with that said... I want to bring in Joanna Sotomora. Yay! Hi, Hi guys. I'm happy to be here. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh my God. So Joanna is absolutely one of my favorite people ever <laughs> on this planet. And then Joanna and Regina actually just met tonight mm-hmm. because of this topic. And well, just because it's Joe. She is so open and then she's so willing to go there. Like, yeah, let's figure this out. I don't know. I don't know what you know answers are, but that's I mean, talk life's about too it. short. Why lie about it? You know. I mean, well, exactly. Let's. That's why we're. So there answer. we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's, let's just jump right in. That's a, why lie about it. You yeah. Know? So today's topic is cheating, lying, commitments, and setting boundaries in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Super mm. light, fun topic. I feel like you just like <laughs> yeah. dumped everything. You're like, here yeah. you go. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if Regina has been cheated on, but I have been oh, cheated well, on. Oh, we'll figure out tonight. Yeah. yeah. I know we'll get into all of that and really want to get into the nitty gritty of it because I mean, whether we've experienced it or we've seen our friends or sister Mm -hmm. or brother Mm -hmm. been cheated on, you've been a shoulder for them to cry on. And we all know how heart wrenching that feeling is. I don't know. The point of this episode really is just talk about the signs, talk about what you think went wrong, how it's affected your self-esteem. And then now have you built yourself back up because of it? Or do you still have major trust issues? Because I know I do. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Joanna, why don't you start us off with telling us one of your worst dating relationship experiences? Sure. Gladly. Well, I will say like one of my first relationships was was just a lesson in love and trust being boyfriend and girlfriend and the responsibility that comes with that. So I was uh, in high school and I thought I was in love for the first time. And this guy ended up after about three years of dating, ended up cheating on me with this girl who used to bully me in school. (sighs) So he cheated on me with my high school bully, which was so much fun. It was really fun. And then her and I, it was so great. And then her and I ended up going to the same college together. So it was, um, life is so cruel. It was really messed up. So it was a huge lesson. I was 18 at the time, a huge lesson in pulling yourself back up and moving on. The biggest thing, whenever I think your heart gets broken or you're cheated on or your trust is lost, it's just knowing that it takes time to heal and that it's going to hurt hurt. Like nothing that anyone says can help. I feel like it really just takes a little bit of time to delve into the pain of it and then allowing time to come and do its thing and heal. But so that was my first relationship. And then I had another one too, where it wasn't really cheating, but it was a lot, a lot of mistrust Mm -hmm. and a lot of suspicious behavior and a lot of low blows to my self-esteem. So those two, I think, are the, the relationships I'll probably focus on the most tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, like, we've talked about yeah. one of the guys. And mm-hmm. it, the betrayal. The betrayal is something where you love and you trust someone so much. And you thought you mm-hmm. knew them. That's the thing. You thought yeah. you knew them. I think the scary is, like, 
they can lie straight to your face. Yeah. And it doesn't even, they don't even flinch. Exactly. And I think for me too, with mine, it was my very first relationship. So you're just, you don't know to have maybe like your heart a little bit guarded because you just throw yourself all into everything. Yeah. Because you're like, I found someone that I can be my best friend, that I can love and that I can do all these romantic teen movie things with. Yeah. So you don't hold back. And because of that, I think when you're younger, you tend to get hit a little bit harder. I'd love to hear your guys' stories. Have you guys... What's like the worst date oh you guys have like ever been on? Or like, what's the worst relationship you guys have experienced? <laughs> Every time I like tell this story, I'm always like, I feel like I'm describing a movie just because I was yeah. so innocent from it. I had no idea what the heck was happening. So when I was quote unquote cheated on, and I say quote unquote, it's because we weren't even in a real relationship. How old I, were you? Were I you? was a sophomore in college. Okay. okay and then yeah. so mm-hmm. this guy was like pursuing me hard and I had really little to no interest, but it was just more so yeah, I mean, I'm lonely. Sure. You know, you're there, right? Yeah, right. And that's why it's you're so convenient. dumb. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. like I was in love with this guy at all. Mm-hmm. He'll take me out to dinner. We'll hang out, you know, and <laughs> things like that, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> one night I get a call from a girl. She calls me and I know her, but not well at all. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, just want to let you know that he's dating me. Oh my God. Like at the same time. And then I was like... Uh, Okay. And then like she started comparing timelines and it's crazy. when So you she took together. notes? She was just like, so do you remember that one this weekend bitch. that you guys yeah. went here? Well, the next day. She has like the photos on the walls with the red yarn connecting everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the big reveal was, oh, by the way, there's a third girl. Oh my God. His ex-girlfriend. So this girl who was calling me was his ex-girlfriend, but this the other girl was an ex-ex-girlfriend. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like past, present, and future. Like, <laughs> Exactly. It's the, was it the Christmas spirit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To me, that stuff just happened in movies, like I said, right? I was like, what is, I don't even really like this guy. And he's been lying to me this entire time, which in an odd way, it was, I don't care about you, but I'm also so pissed. Looking back, uh, he would always walk out of the room whenever his phone rang. Mm. Oh, you know, a last minute. Oh, can you hang out? Yep. Just like his plans were always so sporadic and like. Oh, oh I can't wait to go into that later too. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. so it was a really big eye opener, and then I was like, oh, this stuff really happens to people. The biggest thing, the biggest hurt with this whole thing, other than like a hit to your ego, Matt, like it's a loss of trust in a human, yes. a human that you considered your best friend, a human that you considered your lover, just like a, in, in humanity. Mm-hmm. And the idea that someone can just blindside you like that, I think is just, it's violating. It really is. Mm-hmm. I like to me, it was such a eye opener of how reckless some people are with other people's feelings. Yeah. And that's what cheating is. Cheating is putting another person's needs and wants and your relationship in that respect as like an accessory to your life. Yes. Instead of like an actual person with red blood and thoughts and and a soul, you treat them as a secondary person. Yeah. And I think that's what allows people to cheat. And disassociate themselves from it too. Exactly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's like the Mm -hmm. one person that you would think that's the type of treatment you would treat someone you hate or your enemy because you know of how much pain it can cause them. Mm -hmm. But then then they twist it around in their head. Oh, no, no, no. You justify. Yeah, Yeah. I I care about you, which is why I didn't want to break up with you. I still want to make Mm -hmm. this work. And it's Mm -hmm. just so twisted. Yeah. 
Regina, do you have a story? Yeah, do you have a story? Um, for me, I don't think that I've ever been cheated on. But then again, like I've never been officially exclusive with anyone. Mm. So there's like a pretty good chance that the guy that I was dating at the time was seeing other girls. Like I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. But because it was open, you don't consider it like yeah, cheating. So, or, but yeah. then at the same time, like he wasn't straightforward with me about it either. To this day, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I saw all the clear signs though too. Like the texting, it was very sporadic. And then I would try to reason with myself and be like, oh, well, he's probably really busy. And then he would like respond at the very, very end of the day. And then when he does, I would get like really excited. You know, that feeling where you've been waiting all day. Yeah, Yeah. you've been waiting all day. I didn't like who I was when I was just waiting around. I'd be like, oh, what does he do? Mm -hmm. You know, like thinking through all the scenarios of like, oh, maybe he's talking to another girl or maybe he's out with someone else. It was just Mm -hmm. this like very unsettling feeling. I looked at myself and I was like, I don't even like who I am right now. I think that's that's a huge red flag to not responding, mm-hmm. not engaging in conversation and just like texting you the bare minute, like giving basically in life, giving you like the crumbs when you should be having the meal. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a huge red flag, not only, maybe not even just for cheating, but just for like a real shit relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Do you have any red flags that you can think of? Yeah. So I also want to encompass just lying in general because I've been lied to. That's my number one no-no mm-hmm. because how are you going to have a relationship if you can't trust the person that you're with? That, exactly. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, lying and that story with that guy with the cheating it was like their stories don't really add up so yeah, yeah. and then you have that gut feeling too i can choose to just mm-hmm. ignore it which i think a lot of people do right yeah. they don't want to face reality so don't let it slide mm-hmm. and then after a while you're like there's too many of those instances that feel like something's not right yeah i feel like you need to trust their friends because the guy that I was oh, dating before, mm-hmm. he, they were just like, in a really joking way, but they were like, oh, he's such a womanizer. He like gets all the girls, oh. et cetera, right? Their friends and how they act is a total window to how this guy really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. a lot of times, I think in a relationship, it's easy, in my experience, for guys to be like, no, 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 that's them. Like, my friends are just like that. I'm not like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you are who you hang out with. You are the average. Damn, that's true. Exactly. That's really true. So mm-hmm. that's something that mm-hmm. I learned over the years of watching their friends and how they act and how they talk about women and relationships oh god yeah i think another thing too for cheating specifically yeah a huge shift in personality Uh, like i notice it's just something happens and all of a sudden like they're very irritable mm -hmm. or they're quick to blame or put you down it's just it's almost like an excuse for them to excuse their behavior for cheating but it's just such a shift and you're like, you are not the person that I knew six months ago. That's crazy that in their heads, it's either they're trying to find an excuse to not be with you anymore or have mm-hmm. like just that disassociation mm-hmm. or, or the guilt or the guilt yeah. or the guilt. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's always really hard where you're just like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen and heard that a lot of times they're really insecure people. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's because... They're so paranoid. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're projecting and they're paranoid that it's going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. So they're extremely like, who you hang out with? What are you doing? But then they do it themselves. (laughs) If not worse. Yeah. If not worse. Yeah. 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 Yep, exactly. It feels like shit when it happens, right? Oh, your your heart's ripped out of your butt and your <laughs> and your head explodes and tears come out of weird places like you like just, wallow just, and just want to listen to sad songs all day you're like a little blob of a person you're not even like flesh and bones anymore let's talk about the consequences of being lied to being betrayed and also having that person constantly breaking promises and mm-hmm. crossing those boundaries how did it mentally and emotionally hurt you well i think the number one thing is with my first boyfriend especially since that was the first relationship first cheating first heart break. I disgustingly 
repeatedly compared myself to the girl that he cheated on me with and I would just go over and over why she was better than me and like why he did this because why what am I lacking and then it made me just so insecure for a lot a couple relationships to follow after that and I heard this interesting quote that said hurting people hurt like hurting people will hurt other people yeah. because you're so broken and you're so scarred and still in flight mode from that last relationship that you bring it into like everything that comes your way in the future. Ruined a couple of relationships after that because I was comparing them to him. Was it like, oh, he was better or that, are you also cheating on me? Yeah. Are you also cheating? Like if they were out with their friends one night, I'm like, well, great. I'm never gonna see them again. They're gonna cheat on me with another girl. Or yeah. if they didn't text fast enough, it was like, well, it's because they're texting someone else. Mm. All my fears from my high school ex- that actually lasted a, a couple years for me and a couple relationships where I, I self-sabotaged a lot. And I actually did end up cheating on one boyfriend because I was so insecure and so hurt. And I ended up becoming what he was to me, to this other guy. And it's so weird and so gross and so cyclical. Almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's happened to me where being lied to, I just feel totally out of control. Especially mm. when you're the last person that deserves my trust, my love, now that you've proven yourself to be this person type of person mm -hmm. obviously your guards go up oh and of course like, yeah. it's your self-defense yeah mm -hmm. and then all you want to do is i'm never gonna be this stupid i'm never gonna put myself in this situation again mm -hmm. and there's a lot of self-blaming how did i not know that how did yeah. i not see that mm -hmm. and then, you know what maybe there are things about me that i deserve to be cheated on you know your, your mind goes to you try to justify anything yeah 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 i've definitely had friends who have been cheated on and they justify that guy's behavior mm -hmm. or her behavior you know mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there going like no there is no excuse for cheating even if your relationship is so messed up and he hates you you hate him break up with the person i've mm -hmm. had friends who got back together repeatedly happens yeah. that repeatedly happens or yeah. like they try to be friends with them and i'm like I don't, I'm sorry. I don't understand how you can be friends with this person when you guys weren't even friends to begin with. I think that's also another thing. You guys went into this relationship having that trust, having that bond. And when he or she breaks it, why are you going back? Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I always wonder that too. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I can understand mm -hmm. a little bit if you're trying to get back into a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, your heart's broken and it came out of nowhere and you're just trying to salvage anything, but a friendship. Yeah. Uh, for me and my perspective completely, that wouldn't be genuine for me. It would be me trying to get something else from him. Mm -hmm. And also I have enough friends. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. need, bye boy. I don't need you as a friend. And honestly, if he's going to do that to you as a lover, then what type of, friend? why would you yeah. want to keep him as a friend? You know, but the thing is I can empathize because I know in that situation, you're not really thinking straight. It's almost like someone just stabbed you out of nowhere, someone that you loved, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Next time you're stabbed on the street, I'm just going to sit there and you're watch just, you. I'm bleeding. Help. Help. Christine, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Stop laughing and help me. <laughs> so yeah, you don't even know what's happening. And to be honest, mm -hmm. you're probably still in love with this person. I get it. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you're trying to get that validation mm -hmm. that, hey, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I wasn't enough for you in the beginning, but now mm. I want to prove to you that I can. So once you actually get that validation, it might mm. not even be about that person anymore. It's just about that you feel like you got a piece of yourself back. And usually sometimes the cheaters too come back tenfold. Like they come back yeah. with such force and such love and such sorrow. You know, they're so sorry for what they did. And you're still in love with them. So you look at them and you go, now you're the person I've always wanted. Well, we went through this minor hiccup. We're like you... 
Sorry, can I? Yeah, you go, go, yeah. Okay, sorry. We we recorded with Amy. Oh, (laughs) But it's like, you know, you fucked the girl that made me eat lunch in the bathroom when I was in seventh grade for three months. But like now you're this wonderful human being that sent me flowers and like stood outside my window and cried. Like it's insane what your brain... True story. It's the same what like your brain comes up with just to put yourself back to where you were before the cheating. That's what it it's is. It's incredible yeah. like how our brain can like compartmentalize those things. You know, when I was seeing that guy, like when we were in person, everything was great. I used that to justify all the times that he didn't text me back or didn't respond or like we didn't see each other yep. or didn't make plans. Mm-hmm. Because then I was like, oh, but it was so good when we were together. And he was so nice. Yeah. And, and so, like he yeah. did this and he like planned a whole day. And I'm like, oh my God, uh, he like totally cares. And then mm. you turn around and it, all of that just goes out the window. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys part and you text him, oh, it was such a good time seeing you. Seven hours later, there's nothing back. Like, yeah. And you, it's like, like it just, oh, it just, yeah, cool. <laughs> sometimes they treat it like a game mm. for whatever their own validation. I don't want to just portray guys as the cheaters and girls definitely. No, I mean, I said too. Yeah, I've, I've definitely done yeah, it yeah. once. It was awful. And it, from my own perspective, like I fell apart. Just the idea of hurting someone like that and being mm. so irresponsible and so negligent and so selfish. I was younger, but still that's no excuse for doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's all around. It's a disgusting cycle for both parties. Mm -hmm. So then looking back at the time when you cheated, Mm -hmm. could you loop it back to you being cheated on? Oh, I could, I will, I could loop so many things back to that. (laughs) There are like so many things, but yeah, I will, I can loop it back, but I I can't say it's an excuse for what I did Mm -hmm. because what I did is completely on me and like, it was completely my own incredibly poor judgment, but that judgment did stem off of a poor foundation for what I felt a relationship should look like. Well, looking back now, like what did you think you were seeking or trying to get by cheating? Intimacy, because to be completely honest, it was a long distance relationship. He was in Florida. I was in Los Angeles and we rarely saw each other for more than a weekend a week. Mm -hmm. And I was really lonely and I got super drunk one night and made a really poor decision and trying to seek out that intimacy. And it ruined like a really good relationship, but also really good friendship. Mm. I have learned a lot from that since then. Was it because like your boyfriend at the time, were you guys going through issues at all? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that too, we were fighting constantly. It was almost a constant scream fight. It was Mm -hmm. like uh, every time we talked, it was just a lot of animosity. When you were going through this and you guys were fighting and it was long distance, Mm -hmm. did it ever occur to you that potentially like, hey, maybe I should break up with him before? Oh, and that's the thing too. Of course. Like, and I tried so many times and it's it's shitty to say tried because it's like, well, if you wanted to, you would have done it. Mm -hmm. But also breaking up with someone is really painful and it's really hard. It's really selfish to just say, you know what? I'd rather not deal with the pain and just live with our shitty relationship and then do my own crappy decisions and that's easier and it's not right it's like the wrong thing to do Mm -hmm. but at the time for me when I was 24 or 25 it was the easier thing for me to do Mm. and so through that I have learned that like the easier thing is definitely not always the right thing to do in terms of like love and relationship right actually I think more so than break up with him I think I should should have just been really honest and say like look this doesn't have what I need out of life but I was too young to even know how to talk for myself. Yeah. So it resulted in me cheating. Uh, the truth was that relationship was not right for either of us. Every type of relationship, when you look mm-hmm. back, it's like it's never just smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. And if it is, 
I think you should check your relationship twice because there might be things you're not addressing. Yeah. I wish someone had told me that if it's not right, it's okay. Like you'll find something to walk away. Yes. That's a big thing. Yeah. If if it's not right, it's okay to walk away. Because honestly, it's not just for you, but this other person could be happier with somebody else. Yeah. You know, and you guys are just both really miserable with one another. And that hurts to hear at the time. Yes. Because there's still a part of you that still is possessive of that person. Yeah. What's good to ask yourself is why are you in this relationship in the first place? It Mm -hmm. may not even be about that person. Mm -hmm. You may just want something that this person represents to you. Security. Mm -hmm. The holidays are coming up. Mom's been nagging again about where's your boyfriend. (laughs) Like, it's a variety of things, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times when you get to the root of the issue, Mm -hmm. is that you just want to be loved. Yeah. You just want to be validated, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of times when you find someone that seems to be able to give it to you, you fall in love with that feeling. Oh, instead of the person. Yeah. That's a really good point, yeah. So it kind of blinds you to it where you're just like, oh, could this be my happily ever after? Because then finally someone sees me and I'm special. And then, yeah, yeah, if they see me like this, then there's no way he's going to cheat on me. There's no way that, you know, this other prettier, better girl Mm -hmm. on the side is going to like tempt him or Mm -hmm. he's not going to lie to me because he only sees me. Of course, you want to find someone that is like that. And sometimes it's just like the convenience of it. Oh, I've already built this relationship with someone and it takes so much more to go out and find someone. And in this day and age of like online dating and you hear all the horror stories, you're just like, oh, well, I I have this. So like, I guess I'll just... I've already met their family. Like I'm already kind of cool with their friends. Like I don't want to have to go and meet a whole new group of humans. And do it all over again. But the truth is the work in a shitty relationship is much harder than work (laughs) creating a new one, a new good one. And then that's why we can get into the insecurities that develop. Especially for you, Joanna, your first relationship Mm -hmm. resulted in you being cheated on. I could see how that can set the tone for your relationship with guys in general, Mm -hmm. with what love means. Mm -hmm. And it could really mess up your mind because something like that makes you feel worthless. It makes you feel not enough. Yeah. And then you take that. Like, basically, I feel like what happens when you're cheated on is like that person robs you of that piece of you. Yes. You were just like... Give it back. <laughs> Give it back, you <laughs> asshole. Fucking it's jackass. It's not yours. Yeah. yeah. And then since you have that piece of you, quote unquote, missing, you go searching for that in other people, hoping that someone else can put a bandaid on it or give you their piece to you. And you're like, I'm complete again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Make me whole. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm very wary of the term that this person completes me because mm-hmm. that signifies that if this person were to be gone for whatever reason... You'd be half a person. Yeah. Yeah. Again, then you're not worthy of being a whole person, being loved, being valued and stuff like that. Yeah. So for you guys, did you feel like after you were betrayed and lied to, what insecurities did you develop and do you feel like you still have because of it? You know what I'll say? I had those insecurities for a very long time that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't smart enough, pretty enough, funny enough all the enoughs. Mm. So I feel like you'll always have something and you'll always, you'll always carry scars from your past and your past relationships. For me, like that's just how it works. It's just how it is. But when you find the right person, they will help you to quiet those insecurities. Mm-hmm. Just not even by doing anything, just by being themselves and accepting you and loving you for who you are. And that sounds so silly and cliche, but it's super true. I think like after meeting Jack, I just realized, oh, relationships can be really easy. It doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. yeah. But I also realized that no matter what Jack says or does to make me feel beautiful and special, like if I don't believe it myself, 
it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not fixed by somebody else. Yeah. I need to address this myself. If I can't even accept a compliment from my boyfriend mm-hmm. because I feel like, no, 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 he doesn't really mean that. He doesn't think that I'm mm-hmm. beautiful. Not like her, you know, or mm-hmm. as successful as this person. And even when I was depressed, I'm just like, why are you with me? I'm a mess of a person. And, and, and a, a shitty boyfriend, like a, a cheating kind of boyfriend would be like, you know what, babe? You got to pull yourself. Like just something degrading to make you feel worse than that. Yeah. Where it's like uplifting thing where it's like, no, 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 we're a team. Not it's like, what are you going to do for me? What am I going to do for you? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I realized where... That's it, a good green flag in a relationship. A green flag, yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason why the biggest no-no for me is not being lied to is because I've always been lied to. And I think it's because I am such a stickler about like honesty, honesty all the time. Mm-hmm. We need trust that when stuff happens... The guys are afraid to tell me because oh, it's, they're afraid no, the repercussions. Yeah. yeah, they're afraid that I'm just gonna end it because I'm like that is a deal breaker, you know? Yeah, and then, that was a lie. Yeah, you lied. Yeah. You're wearing a white shirt, not a black shirt. You <laughs> bastard! You <laughs> bastard! I trusted you. Yeah. You just like pound on his chest. I trusted Why? you. I thought you loved me. Yeah, in the last episode with Mimi, I said I was really dramatic. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so not dramatic. at so all. Not, right? not at all. You know, there's a book that actually really helped me out when it came to figuring out my relationships and why I kept being attracted to the wrong guys. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's this book called um, Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Love. It's an amazing book and it actually helped me get out of a relationship that was really awful. Mm-hmm. So I, I highly recommend it to anyone who's out there who feels like they're trapped either in a relationship with they're giving too much love or they feel like they're receiving too much love and they don't know why they're being unattached. What was yeah. it that you read that you're like, okay, this is me. I need to get out of this relationship. Yeah. Um, basically there's three forms of attachment. You're in a secure attachment, which means that you are in a relationship where like he does his thing, you do your thing and you're great. You're happy. You're in an insecure relationship, which means that you constantly need validation. Like text me back. Where are you? Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. And then there's avoidant, which is someone who's like, they like the idea of someone liking them, but being two steps behind, like not giving them their all. And so I was an anxious attachment. I was like, love me, love me, love me. And I was with someone that was like, "Mm, no, but maybe. And uh, being able to read it in the book and figure out where I was at and seeing all these great examples that the book provided too, it um, helped me realize that I was in an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times too, when you're in an unhealthy relationship, um, maybe it happens with guys too, but with women, I think there's just that hope. You're like, <laughs> the good times are so good. Why can't it be like this all the time? Uh, so, yeah, you. I ignore, had a nickel, and then you just ignore the bad because you're like, oh, that doesn't fit into my story. My of picture, our, yeah, yeah. That's so, a little spot of my picture. Uh, yeah, that's just. Yeah. That's just an off day, and yeah. there's so many off days. Okay, that one doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one doesn't either. But yeah. then he brought me flowers. Okay, so that yeah. kind of can't that counts? Yeah. You take the memories and the moments that fit into what you want your fairy tale story Selective to be. Selective memory. Like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so you you yep. don't see this person as who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know, looking back, you're like, wow, there was a whole other side to him that he showed me, but I chose but not I, to I believe him. Yeah. Who said this? Was it Oprah? <laughs> it was Maya Angelou. Oh. Believe them the first time when they show you who they are. Thank you. Yeah. Thank that, you. That really yes. helped me cut out toxic people in my life. Yeah. You want to believe the best in this person. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to give up on them. Right. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, I know that you have good intentions. So you just saw that it. one time kind of a little bit when they yeah. were like sweet and they kind of said something nice. Or even with yeah. just like with friends or just toxic people in general right you're mm-hmm. just like oh no like it's okay let me just forgive this one time did <laughs> yeah. i contribute to it was it me yeah 
And then after a while, you're like, oh, shoot, that was my entire friendship or relationship with this person. This Mm -hmm. person gives zero Fs about me. Like if they're really my friend or they really were in love with me, they don't treat you like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a hard reality to face because then you have to look at yourself And a lot of times, like we said, your mind goes to like, well, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like whenever you're in those negative relationships, all those insecurities are just heightened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the times it's like not even that other person. Like the other person is probably just living their own life. But then you start thinking all the worst things that you've ever thought of yourself. And then you're like, that's why this person doesn't want to be with me. Oh, my God. You guys got to read this book. It's so like everything that you're saying. I was like, uh, I feel like I can be a little bit of like all three. And the thing. Is, which is interesting too though the book says that you can be a secure if you're with a secure person you, you like you're, you're not just one person for the rest of your mm. life it depends on on the relationship so that makes sense read it. yeah yeah, yeah. Really i think we'll link it in the description yeah that'd below be awesome so people, it's, yeah, yeah it's a really it's a really helpful book i think sure. you know it really leads back to just that thought and concept that you accept what you believe you deserve Yo, amen to that. Because mm-hmm. now that I've gotten older and wiser, mm-hmm. and I look back and I'll be like, oh, if that were to happen, out the door. Mm-mm, she said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that's a white shirt, that's a black shirt. Goodbye. Goodbye. You know? <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, liar. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, that's, that's something about getting older too is you, you know how to protect yourself, but how to also let people in. Let people in. And yeah. so... Wait till you're old, guys, and you're going to figure this shit out. It's great. <laughs> well, with that, let's go into the advice section. <laughs> Age, guys. Okay. <laughs> so in those bad relationships that you guys were in, how did mm. you recover? After you guys broke it off and you're like, this is not healthy. This is not what I want in my life. How did you recover and resolve the pain of what happened? Good friends. Good friends that have patience who will just like let you and not even give you advice, just let you cry. Just listen to you and let you just vent it all out. Family for me, like turning to my mom and my sister, like when they say that I'm a good person and that he was kind of a dick and it was a bad relationship, like believing them because they know me better than like a lot of people do. When so, you told yeah. me that, I was like, Joe, if your mom and your sister are I know. all telling you. Oh, that's another red flag. If your mom and your sister yeah. say this guy's no good. <laughs> if maybe like, listen, maybe they're, they know, they can see. <laughs> that yeah but I know it's hard it's so hard because like no there's so much where you're just like but you don't know him like I, know, I do I know yeah. for me too my family they need to know him they just needed to see me yeah and see how kind of like what, what you were saying earlier about like how you just didn't like the version of the self that you were when you were with this person mm-hmm. and your family can see that they can smell it from a mile away so you smell Joe. you're Joe you're stinky you're stinky of sadness <laughs> And I said, no, I'm not. One of the first things I always say during this section of the podcast of advice and what I've learned is like, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Yeah, of course. Get mad. Get yeah. Ma- like, allow yourself to be in that. Don't force yourself to be like, okay, don't get over it. You're stronger than that. Or mm-hmm. like, oh my God, just go out and find another guy or you could do it, you know? And I think people tend to like breeze past that, but then distract yourself. You just, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I get that because you just want the pain to go away. Right. And that's why a lot of people get back together with that person yep. that hurt you because yep. you're just like it hurts, it hurts it hurts it hurts yeah, yeah yeah and then ultimately you pay for it in other ways yeah. and when you do that you actually make that wound even deeper and mm-hmm. you carry that longer in life so it's good to just acknowledge what you're feeling in the moment and then take accountability for your own actions i'm not saying it's justified that that person 
lied to you or cheated on you, but then take a good look at what the relationship and what did you allow? Yeah. What did you allow? What did you, advice, yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. and maybe in some ways that you acted unhealthy way too, like your reaction to things. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't justify the behavior, but then you can take that and take it with you to learn in the next relationship. So you don't mm-hmm. like self-sabotage. The exactly. Next one. And also don't blame yourself. Do not blame yourself for being cheated on. Like I said, there's oh, yeah. no excuse. No. And even if the person is in severe remorse and stuff like that, don't shoulder on something that they need to take responsibility for. Like if they're coming up to you and they're crying, they're saying so sorry, don't feel like you need to also comfort them. Yeah, way, yeah. Or they, also yeah, it's yeah. like, oh man, we should have gone on more dates. I should have showed you oh, more yeah. love. I should have given yeah. you more attention. Yeah. I think that when you're in that situation, it's like really hard because then you're just in it and you're feeling all of those emotions. I think what helped me was always kind of like taking myself out of it. Of course, this took like way later into the process where I was like finally able to be like the third person looking in on this relationship being like, uh, duh, it didn't work out. Like obviously all the signs were there, but I think that's what helped me separate my emotions from like what was actually happening. Going back to like what you were saying about the attachments, like I've definitely been in a dating situation where like I was the one who was like, "Mm, no, oh, I want that person to chase me. Mm -hmm. And then I've also been the other person who's like, oh my God, why is he chasing me back? And I think that like, you know, I'm single right now. And so I'm still trying to find that balance and like what that means. I'm so happy that both of you guys have found this other person who compliments you. I hate that whole concept of being like, oh, he completes me. He makes my life whole. It's like, mm, those are the relationships that like once something snaps, that person just crumbles. And like, I think that I've always tried to not be that person because it hurts and it sucks. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's really important. And Regina mentioned this, like, don't be friends with the person after. No. Like, you need to let it go. Give it distance. Yeah. Because it's not even true friendship. Honestly, it's not. Yeah, not that soon after, too. Yeah. Also, like, delete them from your social media. That stuff will yes. just... Everything. Everything. Delete. It's just, like, too easy to follow up on everything that person is doing. Like, yeah. been by the minute, even, right? So, like, you know, you can see that person, like, oh, four minutes ago got coffee from this place. And, oh, my gosh, that place is only ten minutes away from me. And you just, you'll just drive yourself more delete, insane. Delete, delete, delete. I mean, like, later on in the future, once it's more authentic, once you've actually, like, detoxed from everything, you process things, and we're not saying that you can't be friends in the future. Just, like, really, immediately after, don't fall into that trap of, like, oh, we can still be friends, and just it's, like, coffee, you know, we're just hanging out. Yeah, like, it's so easy to slip back into give things. Your, like, honor yourself that space and that time. Honor that time that you need to just be alone. I almost feel like it's related to you just got into a car accident, and instead of just, like, shoot, I'm bleeding. I should go to the hospital. <laughs> I should take some moment to recover. You're like, let's go out and party. Yeah. You know, let's jump into another reckless car. <laughs> ATVs. Yeah, yeah. No seatbelt, you know? So yeah, don't, don't get back in the car. Yeah. What I really learned too, that is something that I'm still currently going through. And it's really hard for me to accept this is that if you're going to get in a relationship with someone, you just have to take that risk that this person's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You have to accept that because I took it the other way around where I was like, that was painful. I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to be that person, right? Just like mm-hmm. Regina said. So I went the other way where the walls came right up and anything that I felt was close to certain signs or I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to think about lying to me. 
in that way also sabotage a lot of relationships just because it's a lack of trust it's a lack of trust yeah and it's not even like the new person that you're with it's just hurt that you're carrying on the old from, person like, the past yeah. relationship because i didn't take time to process what that really meant what is it that i felt i told myself at the time to protect myself and then mm-hmm. because i felt that the positive reinforcement i got was that okay at least you're in control. At least you won't let somebody else dictate how happy or unhappy your day is going to be. You get to decide that. And I mm-hmm. thought I was being empowered by it. I'm like, that's right. You're going to chase me and like, yeah. you know, do things on my terms. But at the end of the day, I was miserable because yeah. I, I was just, just a paranoid person that at the end of the day, what I was seeking, which is a true connection with someone, I was actually doing the exact opposite because I was blocking that connection. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like using someone as an accessory. It's not forming a real connection because yeah. you're, you're like, you can't get to know them. You won't let them get to know you enough because then that opens yourself up to vulnerability. So it's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even if they were to give you exactly what you want or what you were looking for, like, it's still not what you want. Like, it's not that person and it's not that situation. Like, you're going to look for something that's yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I think for me, I'm still learning to, like, relinquish control over things that have, like, nothing to do with me. If that person isn't ready to commit or isn't into this relationship, like letting that go and being like, all right, timing is a huge thing. And like, maybe the timing just didn't work out. It's not me. And I think that that was something that I had a really hard time separating. I don't think that I ever fully like acknowledged why it hurt so bad or like why it made me feel that Mm -hmm. way. So then when I went into the next relationship, I was like, oh, I don't want to like, end up in that place again so i'm gonna let him chase me or let him show me you know how great i am that's a really good point yeah yeah i think it really just loops back to what joanna said the point is if you've been lied to you've been cheated on and just betrayed or hurt by anyone Mm -hmm. you have to learn to love yourself so that you can get back to the point of being vulnerable and accepting love i think that's the part where i am still learning the hard way where i'm like but vulnerability leads to pain that's what i associated it with oh that's interesting yeah but it doesn't but it doesn't always like it it could lead to it could lead to a real intimate wonderful relationship yeah yeah and i think that's a good point that's a great point when when you get older you get to see that fine line of knowing the signs where you're like hey this is not the type of treatment i deserve Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna walk away from this versus you know what you love yourself that you're able to be vulnerable and if you do get hurt because people do make mistakes not saying cheating or whatever right but it's like i've definitely been selfish i acted selfishly in relationships Mm -hmm. i've made mistakes that's just part of finding love you deserve to accept real love Mm everybody has different boundaries so get to know what yours are and just because someone did forgive somebody else for cheating or when you didn't whatever there is no right or wrong these are just ways that we've learned Mm -hmm. and definitely not saying our answer is the answer for everyone no not yeah but really it's just more of a heads up of what we've learned and what we've learned the hard way and are still learning oh i'm definitely still learning i feel like you know watching In like listening to the two of you guys, your perspective of it and like what you guys have learned, the whole vulnerability thing is something that I still really, (laughs) really struggle with. Oh, it's so much easier to just put up a guard and like not let anyone in than it is to let someone in with the possibility of it not ending up the way that I want Mm -hmm. it to. And so hearing your guys' perspective definitely has opened my horizons and like brought in my perspectives to really learn to put myself out there. I think that was something that I'm 
I was and still am very afraid of. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's just giving yourself time. The best way to heal and to learn and to be open and vulnerable is just being patient with yourself and just giving yourself time because it will naturally happen. Mm. I think you also have to put in the work to dig, to be like, what is the root of the issue versus, you know what? I just want to feel love. So I'm going to give it to the next person that comes along, you know? But you know what? If you're going through that and you're currently in that cycle, everyone has to go through it their own way. So not at all trying to make anyone feel bad for what situation you're going through and how you're processing things. The hope is for you to walk away knowing that you are worthy and you deserve to be treated like a queen. Thank you, Joanna, for being our queen. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. This was awesome. It's so nice to be just so open and honest and like have a platform to share your past experiences because if you don't talk about it, you don't get to help other people. (laughs) And I think that the more you share the more you realize like oh wow we all have very similar stories that we like wallowed over i know and it's just you're never ever ever alone yeah you know you're never alone and so i just it's this is cool you guys have created like a platform to share this kind of stuff so thanks for having me where can people find you you can find me on uh instagram and twitter it's at joanna sotomora but also if you guys ever like you guys (laughs) want to reach out to on instagram or twitter and send me questions or a message or anything like that i'd I'd love to respond and i try to reach out to everyone that reaches out to me so yeah and if you really benefited from this episode or feel like you know a friend who could really hear this message feel free to pass it along that's the whole purpose of this podcast being open and honest telling stories to just really connect us all and make us all realize like oh we're not crazy for obsessing over a text message we're not crazy for thinking this way and don't forget to rate and subscribe so that you can hear our lovely voices on your podcast app every tuesday and we'll make sure to link everything in the description box below. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. We're actually waving. We're waving. Why are we waving? <laughs> <laughs> Yay.